Ah, those are my favorite moments when you zone out and you forget where you are and you're just in the moment enjoying pure pleasure. Yeah, exactly. We're recording. Oh my god, we stuck it right in. You didn't even know I was doing it. <laughs> you sneaky bitch. That's wild. I was about to <laughs> hit the record button. I was like, what's going on? Okay, so you need to tell me about your sexy Sunday. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So sexy Sunday. We always do sexing Sunday. And so from our butt episode that we did, right? I've been inspired to like get my fiber in and like make sure everything's good. So I said to Em yesterday, I was like, hey, like I'm so ready to do butt stuff today. Like let's, I'm ready. Like let's put a butt plug in. And so we both put a butt plug in and, you know, they sell those like three pack kits of butt plugs where you get like the small, the medium and the large. And so I always start with the medium now. Like that's just what I go to. So we put a butt plug in, we play for a little bit, we're hanging out and I'm like, I got to go pee. Like, I'll be right back. So I go to sit on the toilet and what happens every time you sit on a toilet, right? The butt plug falls out usually. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I reach around and I'm holding my butt plug in as I'm peeing. And I don't know if I just wasn't paying attention or what was going on, but I was pushing it like and holding it there. And then I felt my butthole like relax a lot when I sat on the toilet. And then all of a sudden the butt plug started to go in me and I was like, oh my God, oh my God. And then I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. And then as soon as, before I was able to like catch it, it already like one of the ends was already in and it was like slanted in, in my butthole. And I was like, what the hell? So I literally like wiped my pee. And now I have a finger in my ass, like hooked around the narrow part. And I waddle, I waddle out of the bathroom. And I'm like, oh my God. Like I was afraid to let it go. Like the whole thing was going to go in there. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? This has never happened to me. My ass just swallowed this freaking butt plug. So I go oh out my God. Him. I'm like, help me, help me. The butt plug, it's it's inside of me. And I, I don't want to let it go. And I started to legit like freak out a little bit. Like I was like, oh my God, oh my God. I don't want to go to the hospital. I don't want to be one of those people that shows up in the ER with something that they can't get out of their ass. And so M was like, take a deep breath. This is fine. It's not going to go anywhere. Like- it usually falls out. And I was like, no, but like my ass, like suck this up. You know, I was like, so worried. So, um, so finally he's like, bend, you know, bend over. I put my hand on the table. I'm trying to relax. And so like, I slide my finger out as he's sliding his fingers in and he was able to like pull it out straight. Cause what was happening was when I was holding it in, it was a little crooked in my ass. So like I couldn't pull it out cause it was so crooked. And then, um, he, he got it out and, um, he was like, okay, do you, you just want to put a bigger one in now? And I'm like, fuck no. I was like, there's no. nothing else going in my ass. No. Wait. Okay. So my question is how small was this base of the butt plug? Because you should always, the first thing when you texted me and you were like, I have a new horrible life card, <laughs> butt plug got sucked up inside you. And I was like, I need more details. Oh my God. So uh, the first thing I'm thinking is like, she's not a fucking amateur. She knows to use butt plugs with bases. Like, come yes. on. Uh, that's how big your base. asshole is? Well, the that's base? what I'm saying. 
So we've been practicing since since we've been talking about anal. So Em's like, clearly your ass is ready for bigger things. <laughs> clearly. Okay, you're right. It is apparently because, and it's funny because the last time I put that butt plug in was two weeks ago. And I was giving him a lot of head. This was like my, like we, we I must have been giving him a blowjob for however long. And I remember being on my knees and on the ground, and the butt plug actually just fell out. Like that's how much my ass opened up. Mm. And so I should have known better because it fell out with me just giving him a blowjob. That this time around, it got sucked up on my butthole. Open. Oh my god, <laughs> that's so scary. Do you know anyone who's actually had to go to the ER for something like that? No, but once at hedonism, I did meet a ER doctor, and I did ask her, and she told me some stories about people who have had like an eight ball stuck up there and just like random ass stuff. Oh my um, God. And it was funny. Like when I was freaking out about this butt plug being inside me, M looked at me and he was like, babe, he's like, I just watched a video the other day of this chick that put six Benoit balls up her ass. And they were the size of like a, like a lacrosse baller, like bigger than that. And she put six of them up there. And, and so, somehow she got them back out. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> Well, babe, like, aren't they weighted? Like, if they're weighted, gravity will help. Like, gravity this will light. Like, <laughs> this was a light bulb plug. Like, this was sort of kept going and going up. So, for all you listeners out there, this is exactly how horrible lifeguards are made. <laughs> oh my god! Yes, there you go. That's oh my god! That's actually the perfect intro to this episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if this is your first time tuning in, welcome to Girls Gone Deep. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I'm V, <laughs> and I'm the one with the gaping asshole. <laughs> I'm L. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Mine's not so gaping as yours yet, but I one can dream. One can dream. One just needs to <laughs> practice. I mean, a couple of weeks and I'm sucking the things on my ass. So we'll see what you could do. Try and be try and beat that, V. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So um other thing that you did on Sunday was this new toy. And I know you posted it on our Instagram and it's in the highlights. So go look there. So tell us about this toy. What is it called? What is it? It is called an Amovibe, A-M-O-V-I-B-E. And it's a combination of uh, a G-spot stimulator and a clit sucker. And so the clit sucker part, it looks like two big lips and a tongue that flaps back and forth. And then that whole entire piece vibrates. Mm. And then I've never seen this other part. They call it a flapper or flapping G-spot stimulator. And so it's a part that inserts and in the center of that part is almost like, imagine like another tongue. And it goes forward and backward, forward and backward. So it hits the top of your vagina and then the back wall of your vagina, the top of your vagina, and it just flops back and forth. And so each section has three settings for intensity of vibration. And then it also has that next set, which is like, you know, the rhythms that pretty much nobody uses. <laughs> uh, okay. Does anyone use them? Like seriously? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I usually don't, but <laughs> I, I just want it. like... 
just just give me that steady shit. All right. If you're listening to this episode on release day, we're going to put this poll on our story and we need your response. So go to our Instagram at Girls Gone Deep Pod and chime in on this conversation in real time so we can all figure this out. So I looked at this thing and it's intense. Like it looks like so much is going on when you turn all the pieces on. So I was a little nervous because I generally don't like vibration inside of me. And so... I put it in and I actually like enjoyed it way better than I thought I would have. And I think it is because of the flapping device that it helps distinguish the feeling. Like if that makes sense, like I can tell it's forward and backward and forward and backward. Whereas if the whole thing were vibrating, it's almost as if I lose that uh, specificity of what I'm feeling. Does that make sense? Like it's so generalized because the whole thing is vibrating. Yes, actually, that does make sense. This instead gave me a different sensation of forward, back, forward, back, forward, back. And so I actually really did enjoy it. And then when I had it inside of me and put his finger in my asshole and he felt it like hitting his fingertip, he said he could actually like push up and like go get closer to it. And he was like, wow, he was like, I really want to put my dick in here now and like see, like feel it hitting the tip of my dick. So our next fuck it list thing is to have him in my ass with that thing in, but we want to maneuver it so that the flapper is hitting the bottom of his dick head because right, the bottom of the dick head is like the most sensitive Where the frenulum part. is, right? Oh God, do you know the word for it? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> that little like piece of skin that kind of connects right underneath where the head and the shaft yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. Frenulum. Yeah. That's the most sensitive spot, frenulum. So I would have to sit on his cock in reverse position or like sitting on his Reverse cowgirl. Yes. And with the vibrator inside of me and him in my ass so that it would hit the bottom of his frenulum. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Wait, this is good. I think this, I can't wait for you to report back. And I want to try using this. So did you get off with it? So I think I could have, there was a point where it got a little bit too much for me, a little bit too intense, but you didn't have to really move it that much. Like there was no in and out, nothing like that. So it was really like almost like a lazy toy. If I could describe it that way, like I didn't have to do that much because the the tongue was doing most of the movement and I just, well, there's movement on the clit and there's movement inside. Yeah. 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 So I, I really liked it. I'm I'm excited to try it out again. It wasn't as like intimidating as I thought. I don't want to, you know, endorse this too much, but you were also fully sober. You're pregnant. So you're fully sober and using this toy. So I think that in other circumstances, when people are drinking and their senses are dulled, you know, it might not be too much for them. It might be the perfect amount of stimulation. Yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> oh my God. When I, okay. So, you know, the wand, the Hitachi wand that like everybody has, um, yeah. I like in my major drinking days, like the level four, I would be like shoving it on my clit as hard as I could. And I still wasn't able to get off. Wow. Like I would wake up the next morning and I'd be like, what did I do to my clit? Like I would be like so (laughs) – I'd be like, like, you know, really tender on the clit and then like a little bit bruised around like the pubic area. So did this happen for like a long period of time or was this just like one night? Are you talking this was multiple episodes? uh, Multiple episodes. I liked to drink, you know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> yeah, that's amazing so, 
have those like drunken situations. <laughs> <laughs> but guys, clit is back and better than ever. Don't you worry. <laughs> I only need setting three sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I literally was just about to say that. I still <laughs> see, I am like a more stimulation girl, apparently. Cause like I know some people who are like, the wand is too much for me. Like mm-hmm. level one, I rarely use. I usually go straight to two and then get off on three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I use level one when I'm sucking a dick because sometimes I can easily come when I have a dick in my mouth. And so if there's a vibrator on my clit and a dick in my mouth and say I'm really deep throating, I so I don't want to come all the time. Like I'm a limited comer. I have limited shots in my bank, you know, mm. little, little bullets in my gun. So when I'm giving a blowjob, I'm either on one or two so that I'm still getting vibration. I'm grinding on it, but I'm not going to get close enough to coming so that I won't change the moment for me. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so shall we get into this episode? Yeah, go ahead. I mean, I guess we just did a half an episode right here. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I could talk about toys all day. But um, yeah, I'm so excited for this one because it is the beginning of a series that we're starting. Do you want to tell us about it, Elle? Yeah, so we have any guests that we have on the show now, or maybe just we bring specific guests on just for this, but we're going to be playing Horrible Life together on this call and on these shows shows now so that you could hear all of our naughty stories and just enjoy some of the games. So in this week's episode, we have Jess from Atlanta. We were actually just doing a powwow call, you know, catching up. She's helping us with some things with the, with the podcast, which we'll talk about soon. And um, at the end, we're like, let's play Horrible Life. Let's pull a couple cards. And so we recorded it. And so this is the product of that recording. Yeah. And I think we like to give you... Um, themed episodes it's it's easy to you know follow a conversation when it's around a topic but sometimes we're like you know let's just see what happens if if we just pull cards and let conversations happen organically and like this conversation with Jess or this game with Jess you know we ended up getting into like, like just totally segued and like started talking about deeper shit. And that's what this game is all about. You know, like share your naughty stories, get crazy with it. Sometimes it just stops right there. You pull the next card, but sometimes you, it really sparks conversations. And I thought this one was a really good one. I loved it. So I'm, I'm excited to share it. Speaking of sluts. Yeah, speaking of sluts. Uh, I'm so happy to have you back. So we have with us to play Horrible Life, Jess from episode 37. She was on with her husband, Ace, and they spoke about edging, the advantages of withholding orgasm, electroplay, and spanking. So this is the master spanker, Jess. This is the ass tenderizer. (laughs) The ass tenderizer. The ass tenderizer. That's a good one. That, that'll be my name from henceforth forward. Yes. Ass tenderizer. So we're going to play Horrible Life. I know we do different iterations of it. So the way we're going to play this time is the uh, – how are we going to play it? <laughs> Don, uh, done, done it, it. Fantasy. No, thank you. No, no thank, thank you. you. Done it, fantasy, no thank you. So we pull a card yeah. and we answer, all of us. Yes. So you want if me to go first? Yes. yes. Okay. 
Take a sip for every person you've peed on. So if we're playing in this iteration, um, would you pee on someone? Or have Uh, you peed on someone? Have you peed on someone? Do you want to do it? Yeah, I have not. Um, It's not something that turns me on per se, but it's something that I am more than happy to do if it arouses someone else. Um, So... There, there's a new situation in which we were in last year at Hedo that that discussion actually came up too. But we went new road and, you know, we were all in the shower. It was me and Al and M in the shower and we were talking about this. So I would definitely happily pee. But at the moment, wait, we so when you were in the shower, road. what was the conversation? Was it like, Will you pee oh, on me? It and was, then it didn't happen. No, it was specifically, <laughs> "Can you pee on command?" That was that was the conversation, <laughs> and I was like, "Yes, I can." I wish I hadn't just gone to pee <laughs> before we got in the shower because I could pee right now, but I just did. So, yeah, damn, yeah. That's that's just you know, else to the point. She's like, "Can you pee on command?" Yes. Okay. Yeah. Please pee on M. <laughs> Thank you. And you're Do like, damn it, right it my bladder's like, yeah, damn yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it, it, it's almost just to see, like, what can we do right now in this moment? Can you do it? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Can you do it? Yes. Okay. At least I know. Good to so know. So I also am not turned on by it, obviously, especially if someone is not very hydrated. We know how I feel about smells and tastes. <laughs> and so, like, I think that that would be just too much for me. Um, but... I've done it with Jay. Like we've done it like in a silly, funny way, like just like in the shower, like let's pee on each other. And it is kind of fun. And But for me, I get a little bit of bladder shyness. So actually I have two stories to share. They're other people's stories. So I actually went to see the amazing Jonathan Van Ness a couple weeks ago. He's from Queer Eye on Netflix and he has a stand-up comedy show and it's called – Oh my God. Fun and slutty, which was mm. right up my alley. Obviously. That's you. Fun and slutty. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And he actually shared an amazing story about he had someone, he met someone on Grinder. They came over and the guy peed on him in the shower. And it smelled so bad. I guess the guy was not hydrated that he ended up throwing up. <laughs> And so then the guy slipped on the throw up. So they're both in the shower laying in this puddle of vomit and pee. And I was just like, that is next level. That is next level. That's amazing. So there's a pee story for you. And then interestingly, I was just talking to, we've called her different names on this, Freya or Athena. Um, I was just speaking to her last night and she was telling me some crazy stories uh, that she's encountered in her dating life here in New York. And she talked about this one guy who on the second date they ever went on, he, she walked into his apartment and she was like, oh, hey, I have to go to the bathroom because she literally just arrived. And he was like, oh, well, you can do it on me. And she was mm-hmm. like, uh, oh, uh, okay, are we on that level now? <laughs> and, and so they go into the shower and she pees or she tries to pee and she gets pee shy. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was very interesting. She said then it kind of like fucked her up for a couple months. And Freya, thank you for letting me 
you know, share this story of yours. <laughs> um, maybe we'll have you on sometime and have you share your uh, experiences in New York City because she has some cr- crazy stories because she's been single um, in the lifestyle for a while and yeah. she's met some interesting characters. Oh, yes. <laughs> or oh, yeah. I shouldn't say that. I should say people with different kinks. Mm-hmm. She's right. encountered a lot of kinks. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's game for all of it, which is what I love about her. She'll be like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, sure. But she said that it was interesting how that one experience kind of like made her pee shy for months. Isn't that interesting? interesting. Like even when she was by herself or like around us, like when we were, when we were in the bar and like we went to the bathroom together, she'd be like, hold on guys, um, tell me a story and then let my bladder like like, turn the water on. Let me, let me get the water, you know, kind of thing. (laughs) And she had never had an issue with that before, but she did say he was able to pee on her. And she said he was very hydrated. So it didn't like actually smell or anything. And she said she had her mouth open and so like she got a little bit like in her mouth and it wow. didn't taste that bad because it was you know very hydrated so very i would just hydrated. say in these in these situations make sure that you're hydrated <laughs> makes a huge difference. Unfortunately, yeah. every time that I've encountered peeing on somebody else, it has always been on a bender type of a weekend oh, yeah. where we are not hydrated and not eating properly <laughs> and not putting the good things in our body. Yeah. That oh it has God. been gross and disgusting. So I have I have peed on somebody and I would agree I had a little bit of stage fright when I thought I wouldn't. And so um, it doesn't turn me on to do it, but I enjoyed doing it because it was almost like a power position. Like you are literally yeah. standing over somebody like he was lying down in the tub and I, I stepped into the shower and just peed right on his chest. And he was hard. Like he enjoyed it. He was turned on by it. And wow, so that's, that's that made me enjoy it because he enjoyed it. And so, yes. you know, and then there's obviously those other experiences, like you said, where you're just silly, you're in the shower, you're showering together, you just pee on each other. Like I'll just be in the shower and sometimes it starts to feel like extra warm when it's not supposed to be warm if the water's not hitting me. I'm like, Em, what are you doing right now? You know? <laughs> okay, thanks. Yes. So my question around this is where what is the psychology behind being turned on by being peed on? Do you guys have any guesses? I think it's a power dynamic. I also think that there is a warmth aspect. So I think it feels nice. Like if you didn't know it was pee and you couldn't smell it or taste it, you would just think it was any other fluid or water. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I wonder if there's a correlation between people that are like, if I bet you, if you were to ask people that are really interested in being peed on golden showers, all that, if they also were into squirting, Mm -hmm. because I wonder if there's a correlation there. Like, you know, Ace was always into porn that was squirting because he's like, yeah, there's no way to fake that. Like it's happening. You know, mm. it's you're seeing this orgasm moment mm. happening. Mm. So I also I think it could play into like kinks of um, humiliation kind of mm-hmm. a play. Like mm. use me as your toilet. I'm not worthy kind of a situation. Yeah. But mm. I think we need to reach out to Sasha Silver on this one and see what her mm. opinion would be. Yeah. So stay tuned. Maybe we'll come back with an update. Yeah. And also I'm going to put polls up because I'm interested to see if anybody does have peeing kinks. Like please share with us what is it that you like about it. Yes. Um, Freya was also – she was also thinking – it could be something like, you know, it feels so good when you release pee, right? It's almost mm-hmm. like a, a, a semi-orgasm. It's like that feeling. So it's 
I don't know, it's powerful to pee on someone and it feels good. So it's like this this other way of getting pleasure from yeah. another type of release. Yeah. All right. So we've all done it. We've all uh, peed on somebody else at some point or another. And would you do it again? If um, someone wanted me to. Yeah, if somebody Same. wanted it. I, I actually witnessed in another area, I have this on video, two people having sex facing each other on the ground. Like imagine being on your ground. You're kind of like scissoring, like in a scissoring position, uh, male and female fucking and somebody standing over them. It was mommy and literally peed on them while they were fucking <laughs> just for the fun I of can, it. I can imagine that right now. <laughs> yeah. Like amazing. Um, I can literally imagine that happening. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah. my God. Just, just playful, ridiculous fun. Like let's just do mm-hmm. this, you know, mm-hmm. that's what it's all about. <laughs> Right. All right. Next card. All right. So this one, been fisted. Oh well. Yeah. So so you have a story, Jess. So share yours first. Oh yeah. Well, at camp when I was fisted uh, by mommy, Um, I fisted her first actually. So that was fun. had you well, ever fisted before? No, never. And it was actually a slut school card that was one of my cards I pulled for the weekend um, to be fisted. And I'm like, yeah, I can never. My vagina won't fit a fist in it. Come on. Mm. Uh, it won't and be possible. To be, sorry, just to share with everyone, slut school is another card game oh. that our group has created, created. and manufactured for ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> we like to play games. Yeah. So it's like the the action version of horrible, horrible life. Horrible life. life is more like facilitating conversations, yes. and, but you can make it also an action yeah, yeah. version yes, if you want yeah, to. Yeah. Uh, but slut school is like if you pull the card, you do it basically. Yeah. yeah. So, so you got went that into one. it. Think, yeah, I went into it thinking that that would not be possible. So, you know, first mommy. Had me fist her, and it's all about like the goose. If you listen to the episode uh, with T Money, stretching, yeah, T Money, the stretching stretching and the like goose hand kind of thing, (laughs) Uh you know, that's definitely the right way to go in because it kind of makes your like where your knuckles are like smaller, less, yes, like less width across, yeah, narrower to go in. Um, And when you see a hand like that, you can then think, oh, well, yeah, maybe I could do that. Mm -hmm. Um, So I had first been. DVP'd by T Money and J. And so you were then, adequately warmed up at this point. Yes, I was yeah, adequately huge warmed up. step in that process. For sure. Um, and then, yeah, mommy uh, got up in there and um, Brandy had the vibrator on me at the same time. And I very much enjoyed it. I'm hoping for more of this uh, at Hito in a few weeks. Because um, I, I came Ooh. so many times. It was nuts. Like, I, it was crazy. And we were in our house. We have, like, a cuddle puddle sexy area. And everybody was, like, watching. And I kind of was totally in my own zone at the moment and didn't realize everyone was watching me. Um, and I'd come probably, like, more than 20 times at this point. Uh, and it was nuts. Like mommy kept telling me to like be more careful because I was squeezing her so tight. She's like, you're going to break my wrist if you like my hand <laughs> hurts. Like you are hurting my hand. Um, was it the wand also... on the clit that was really doing the orgasm was or was it the combination? Was she moving her fist at all? Yes, yeah. she was. And like... we have the motor bunny. So she – and it was funny because I was showing her the controls of the motor bunny. There's 
like ours has an eye link, which you can control on your phone. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, like I could send it to you right now and you could control me on the bunny. Which is yes, cool. please. Yeah, <laughs> just go grab it. Which, which for those uh, of you who need ex- the bunny is just like a Sibian. It's like a giant yes, vibrator. Yeah, it's another like a ride-on saddle kind of toy. Um, so with that, there's motions, and one of them was like forward, around to the left, forward, around to the back, like different motions um, that are kind of pre-built ones. Uh, so she said she was doing those motions inside. Of like this, <laughs> like swiping around, and forward, moving. around to the oh, back. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. And she said she'd never been able to do that before because it's most people aren't as comfortable, I guess, as I was. So mm-hmm. as I'm loose like, as you, yeah, exactly, <laughs> just cavernous. The one who says you're not going to get a fist in me comes no, to me later. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I look up and everybody's watching my vagina. I'm like, oh hi everyone, what are you doing? <laughs> Like, literally oh everyone's like sitting watching me like oh uh, wow those are my favorite moments when you zone out and you forget where you are and you're just in the moment enjoying pure pleasure yeah exactly that. Okay, I, I, that is something that I admire about both of you I have found that you are both very good at doing that in group situations yeah how what mm-hmm. are some tools that you use is it just like ingrained in you or like is there something that you do to be able to tune in and drop out. <laughs> I think for me, uh, it took practice. I can't say that I started this way. I think that because I became so distracted in group settings that I had to find my space where I could be in tune. And that just meant like blocking everybody out. And for me, it's actually a lot of eye contact with my partner. If I'm looking at mm-hmm. my partner's eyes, I am paying attention to just you. And so yeah. I do do a lot of eye contact to help yes. keep me in the moment or I'll close my eyes, you know, so mm-hmm. that I'm just me in the feeling. So yeah. it does take conscious effort and practice. And now I think it's second nature. It's just a part of what I do. So yeah. it's, not, it's not hard for me to tap, tap into that. I would agree. Like I focus on the person that I'm uh, playing with and kind of, yeah, I know we're in a big group situation, but especially going into it, um, if I'm playing with you, it's very much about us. And that can open up and change during while we're playing and incorporate other people or, you know, like I could be playing with uh, Jay and, you know, be your next to me with Ace. And, you know, there might be moments when like our hands will touch and then it brings us more together. But in the moment, I'm focusing on the interaction I'm having with that person mm-hmm. alone. And yeah. giving them my full attention as well. So kind of in a big group, but very much kind of the two of us at the same time. Mm-hmm. Well, in group settings, one thing I was thinking about was like when I am playing with somebody and they're not paying attention to me, I kind of get a little bit um, – I also disengage. And then I'm like, well, are you, tr- are you trying to be somewhere else right now? Or yeah. are you enjoying watching? Like I'd rather them tell me like, is it okay if I fuck you while I watch? And that's fine because then I know, okay, this is a turn on for you. You like to watch other people have sex while you're fucking me and that's totally fine. I'd love to do the same yeah. actually, you know. So for me, a little bit more verbal, if they're not paying attention to me, I'd like to know why. But I yes. also like to keep engagement too. Another thing I do is I tend to dirty talk a little bit. Like, Oh, like really? I had sex. no idea. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, And that's like a conversation. Now we're looking at each other. We're talking. Like, yeah. You know, all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, and I think part of it when it, you break it down, especially if you're in a group situation and your partner is someone else in the room with someone else too, is having the level of comfort with your partner that you know that they're comfortable with who they're with and the situation they're in and that you're you're comfortable in your relationship where I can be having my moment with somebody else and I don't need to be 
actively checking in to make sure they're okay, that I'm having my moment, like, Mm -hmm. and not paying attention to them. You know, Mm -hmm. if Ace was sitting in the corner and I'm not doing this, you know, is he happy? Like, it would take me away from the situation I'm in if I'm worrying about him. So, mm-hmm. you know, with people we're comfortable with, it's like, that's never an issue with us. So, mm-hmm. you know, but I think it takes having that conversation of, you know, maybe, you know, Hito's coming up. So people, there's a lot of newbies coming on this trip. Maybe I think they should have a conversation with their partner. Like, if the situation arises, like, is it okay for me to play? If you're not playing, like what makes you comfortable and be in that? Cause I don't think you can have that connection with one person. If you're thinking about your partner and worried that where they are, or if they're happy or if they're okay. So it's working mm. those situations out ahead of time and coming up with like scenarios. scenarios. That can occur. Great. Well, I think, well, I think it's hard for newbies to even have these types of conversations unless they have experienced these types of scenarios. So unfortunately it's going to be like a, as it happens, then you discuss, but yeah. this is a great tip for newbies. If you're listening, right. Try and think of all the scenarios you'll be in. What if you're playing yeah. and I'm not, what if I'm in a different room and you're not just to start yeah. running through possibilities because anything as if you're and a listener that, of this podcast, anything, yes, anything could happen. And also <laughs> anything having that conversation, can also lead to like, oh, well, actually, I would like that. You know, back in the day, I would have said Ace and I play together all the time. And now, you know, we found there's situations and with certain people we're really comfortable with, like playing separately is great. And there's people Ace wants to have that, you know, moment. Like, you know, I know at the Slutcracker, for example, Elle and Ace were playing and I could see them having their moment and I was enjoying it from across the room. But I was like, you know what, they're having their moment right now and they're honing in on each other. And I want to give them this opportunity to do that. Mm -hmm. So he prefers sometimes to play separately with other people, you know, and have those experiences and be able to focus on them and not get distracted by other things that are happening, which I think is great, you know, or maybe when uh, Ace and I pass out because we're exhausted and you and Jay are still up and Ready that to happens go. a lot. You're like, wait, where'd everybody go? Where All right, we'll go? just fuck each other. That's fine. <laughs> oh. And we're both like, yes, go. Go oh do my that. Gosh. That's perfect. Let us sleep. Mm. Ace was <laughs> saying um, uh, my birthday, um, you guys were like lazy, sleepy playing. That then turned into playing. He's like, we were just laying there being lazy and then kind of started playing and then being lazy playing. And then it just evolved. I was like, that's great. That's so perfect. <laughs> Actually, I wanted to, this is a great time to talk about this. So um, Jess and Ace came up to New York a couple weeks ago for her birthday and five of us got together. So it was them, me and Jay and Holly. And Holly, Jess, and Jay, as they do, got right to it. (laughs) And me and Ace, as Jess was just saying, we were both tired. So we just like laid on the bed. And I saw him go and lay on the bed, which gave me permission. I was really tired that night. And so I was like, oh, this is awesome. He's in the same place. So I just went in and like little spooned him. So like, you know, we were just cuddling. And then like we were just kind of laying there almost like we were going to go to sleep. And then we just started talking and then that started turning into stroking, but like with no real intention of play, I don't think on either of our end, because we both thought we were going to pass out. Mm. Um, And I found myself getting so wet. So by the Mm -hmm. time we started playing, I was horny as fuck. And it was interesting to observe that because for someone like me who it takes a little more time, like in group play, I'm always like, why the fuck am I not horny? It, It was interesting to observe that it's like, okay, 
my body and my nervous system crave some sort of quieter initiation into sexy time because yeah. then you guys came in and joined and by that time I was ready. But we yeah. had a good 20 minutes of just us connecting yeah. and no pressure to fuck. Yeah, that's part of it. I think there's that no pressure to perform. You know, you're just enjoying each other's company and having fun together. And that's leading to you being sexually charged versus walking into a room and being like, okay, I need to perform now on my knees. Like, right. It's a different, different, it was more organically happening. And plus there was time and attention and cuddling and other intimacy that was happening that warmed you up enough to, which I absolutely prefer and love and wish I could do that with every play session. Yeah. So that's why I think the separate thing you know, is kind of how it's evolved for us where it's like, let it organically happen. If Ace is having a moment with V, fuck yeah, go take her everywhere. Like bend her Mm. over everything. Like, please have that (laughs) moment. Like you're in it. You're feeling that moment. Like why should it be that I'm having my moment right now, but you're not feeling it. And then I'm forcing you to come along to Mm. do it. You know, you're feeling that way right now. Take, Take that opportunity to see where it leads you. Instead of it being now we're playing at 7 p.m., be there, you know, yeah. this forced yep. situation or of, of that, you know, like or planned situation. Yeah, that alone is going to be a boner killer sometimes. It really planned. is. Yeah. Such a boner killer right there. Well, and I think I think this is interesting because a lot of lifestyle situations are group sex, if that is, you know, what your group is into or whatever. And so it's just finding ways to find that intimacy and the quietness, like within the group sex situation. So okay, guys, this is what I fucking love about horrible life because we literally (laughs) started on a card of have you ever been fisted? And now we're talking about something so deep. This is what this is all about. I know. But can I bring it back? around full circle because I want to share my fisting story. Oh, yes. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yes. So yes. mine is also with mommy. Oh, my um, God. She's yeah. like the fisting so, queen. She really She's the fisting queen. Well, because this is another thing that I wanted to point out. It's like fisting can happen. It can happen to any of us. And yes, it can happen with anyone if you stretch yourself out, but like start small. It's almost like a butt plug, right? Like mm-hmm. if they yeah. have a small hand, which, which mommy can also does. tell you a lot about because she tried them all recently. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, Don't step on your tail. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. but so, okay. The very first time that Jay and I met the Joy fam, uh, we had a lot of initiations and Going back to the first card we pulled, I was also peed on by mommy, and that was my first time being peed on by someone. That's so funny. Is this time when you were met at Temptations? Yes. This was Temptations. It was a Dirty Vibes takeover. Cool. Um, And so – I had like a lot of things on my fuck it list for that week. And they were like, great, what can we do? And so <laughs> yes. squirting, like M made me squirt. Um, me too. And then mommy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's got their talents. I know. Yeah. Well, I asked him about it and he goes, oh, L taught me. <laughs> That's we yeah. work on it together. <laughs> yeah. Well, you made me squirt before that. So, you know, it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> but so, so mommy, um, <laughs> 
fisted me with everyone watching. It was almost like this, like everyone was around. It was like this creating reverence for the moment. Everyone was <laughs> sitting around the bed. We're just watching. perverts that want to watch. I, know, I actually I love don't know these moment. people. They're so like, fun. <laughs> like, am I being live streamed somewhere? Like, what is happening? Well, turns out I think I was. I was on Marco. Like, <laughs> oh, meet our new friend. <laughs> yeah, that's literally what it was. But, um, uh, and now I know everybody is so it's funny. Anyway, I think it was the night everyone was kind of like dressing up as cows. And so when she pulled the fist back out, I was like, I feel like I'm giving birth. And they were like, <laughs> Oh my God, uh, you started that. Me. I had no idea. Oh, really? Yeah. Here you go. Yeah. So, so now like, that's the tip I that's sh- given. Oh, like breathe, breathe through yeah, it. Give birth. Just think of it that way. And yeah. then she literally pulls it out and she's like, it's your baby cow. And she like <laughs> wraps it up in a little hand towel and like puts her like whole hand oh and forearm God. on me. That's and they're perfection. like, what's its name? And I was like, Gertrude. She's the cow next door. And everyone was like, Gertrude? What kind of fucking name is that? So this is the kind of weird shit we get up to with fisting and fuck it lists and Mm -hmm. yes. Come with your fuck it list and your dreams can come true. Honestly, that is what that's what the Joy family thrives on is a list of things and activities Mm. and plans. Give us a list. If you need a list, buy Horrible Life and you'll have one within minutes. Exactly. And then it's like planting a seed in the beginning of the day or the day or the night. Here's this list that I want to do and then as the night organically happens, you're going to remember that this person wanted to get fisted and say, I'm feeling it right. And you can organically just kind of throw it in there when the time is right. Exactly. This is yeah, actually or- the, the first weekend that, uh, well, after Hito, when we met um, V and J, we went to Chicago for uh, someone's birthday, another Hito friend's um, Nana, her birthday. And uh, I don't know what you guys, oh, Bossy. Bossy yeah. Nana. Mm-hmm. Um, and we went out and had a, we were having a drink, uh, the four of us. And of course, V pops out her horrible life cards, and we played this as like a "Have you done this?" Discussed exactly how we're playing right now. Yeah, and we did that for hours. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Learn so much about each other. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. It really like elevates your understanding of who this person is. What is their yeah. experience level? How open are they to some of these stranger or more unique king concepts and things yeah. like that? Uncommon. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well. Jess, thank you so much for yes. doing this with us. Oh, wait. Hold on. What? So, L, have you been fisted? <laughs> Actually, finish out this card. Yes. <laughs> I have not been fully fisted. It's just they haven't gotten past that, like, little spot. Yeah. Mm, so this is a the knuckles. Is up, for, okay. up for challenging here to get in there. After you give birth, it's going to be like a hot dog in a hallway. Yeah. <laughs> wow. You're so right. Oh It'll be God. like, bloop, right yeah. up there. Right I'll be able to get like T-Money's hand is just going to slide right in. Oh, that would be <laughs> and a dream come true. Does your first fisting count if like the doctor like shoves their whole hand in there? Yes. I think so. I think it will count. 100%. There we go. So. Uh, oh my God. Yeah. And M can video it and it'll be like, yes. I was first fisting. <laughs> my medical scene fisting. Uh-huh. I really also need to say, because um, Jay actually asked me this at New Year's and it's fisting related. Uh, also because I've just become the one that likes everyone's big dicks in me at the same time. Mm. Lots of DVPing with all 
our well-endowed friends and family and the Joy family. Yes. Everybody. Uh, So he's, you know, often part of these DVPs and he's like, do you just feel like looser or, you know, what, what are your thoughts around that? And I was telling him actually right after my first fisting, my only fisting um, at camp, I actually could feel like my muscles felt so much stronger. Like I Mm. felt tighter and stronger. Like actually every time I do these DVPs, I feel like it's worked my muscles in this way that it's like almost doing a Kegel the whole time. And it's, feel like I could crack a walnut with my vagina. Like, <laughs> seriously. So don't worry about that, anyone that has fears. Yeah, that it, 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 it will go back. And even T-Money has said that too. He's put some big things in mommy's pussy and it always mm. goes back. And yeah. I mean, like you said, I've also been DVP'd. And if I can't even get a hand up there, but somehow in those moments, I've gotten two of those large, well-endowed men or even a dildo and my husband, like- yeah it will go back for sure. Mm. I also think the key yeah. for me too was maybe I needed to be warmed up. It's been a bit since I've been attempted to be fisted. And I think I don't remember the foreplay beforehand or what was happening that maybe I just wasn't warmed up enough because I've definitely DVP'd pretty big things, yeah. two, two things in my pussy. So <laughs> it's so basically this needs to be added to my fantasy list. Yeah. <laughs> I'm working on three. I want, I want to get three in there. Three... Three decks. Three cocks. Yeah. Like a we were going to try it at New vaginal. Year's, but I just was like, I don't know how to position my body. The right logistics now. The were tough. Yeah. M has tried this with uh, two others, or, well, tried this. And the yeah. issue is positioning even the guys. Mm-hmm. Like That's how, what it is. And, oh like, my they God. Need to this leads back to the long. amputee conversation. Yeah. We just we need more amputees in the group. Yes. Yeah. Tim we and need, I are on the lookout. Remove the legs. Yes. Well, here's I have one of those. You could use the sex. Oh my god, yes! Channing Channing doesn't have legs. (gasps) Oh my god, Channing is the answer. See, I knew the what would Channing do t shirt would come Uh, into play. Oh my god, fucking do it. She won't Channing do it. Take that dick. Holy smokes. Oh yeah. This is it. (laughs) Oh my god, I'm so excited. It's all coming true. Jess, thank you so much for playing with us. Yeah, uh, this was so fucking fun. So exciting. Oh my God. Yeah, we'll do this again. A little sure. bit of the naughty, a little bit of the deep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. And I hope you get your hands on your deck, okay? So get 10% off your first deck with code gone deep at horriblelife.com. So check us out. Boom. So we hope you enjoyed that little rendition of uh, organic conversation that happened from Horrible Life. You're going to get more of these. We would love to hear your guys' opinion on this. So we have some big news to share with everybody. We're so excited for really what 2024 is going to bring for us this year. We have some new things and exciting things coming out. So what to expect is a new website for Girls Gone Deep. So stay tuned for that launch. And we're going to have a merch shop which I'm so excited about. So our merch shop's going to have a range of things from clothing to bags, to shirts, to panties, to you name it. Um, And we're basically going to have our logo and maybe some other things like quotes, like for example, get out of your head and into your body or don't fuck with my pH. There's a lot of different things that you may see on this website. So we want to crowdsource from you all listening to our show. What stands out to you? What quotes do you remember us saying or what made you laugh? And send them our way because we want to make things that you guys want to wear and to keep. 
Yeah. And also DM on Instagram, Girls Gone Deep Pod. We did a poll. We'll probably do one um, coming up again, but we've gotten some really great ideas. So we're just saying, you know, what would you want from us? Uh, We want to bring you what you're interested in. Yeah. And and you you got some good feedback so far of like panties and eye masks and things like that. So Mm -hmm. we're going to make this, we're going to make this fun. So Go ahead and follow us on Instagram, Girls Gone Deep Pod. I'm going to say it again, guys, Girls Gone Deep Pod on Instagram because coming up in April, we will be giving away, wait, what are we calling this? The Horrible Life Slut Stakes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, exactly. So we will be giving away a pack of Horrible Life to one of our followers. So make sure you're following by April 1st. Uh, We're going to do it in conjunction with beautiful Elle's giving birth to a new joy baby. So (laughs) So, giving horrible life to horrible life. Is there something there? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But another reason you should all follow our podcast too, is now that we have this merch shop is we're going to be offering some limited edition items, some sales and discounts and special promos. So you don't want to be missing those things. Um, So follow us so that you can get access, early access to any of that hot content that won't be around for so long. Yeah. Also, as always, thank you to our sponsor, Horrible Life. <laughs> Go to HorribleLife.com and use code GONEDEEP to get 10% off your first deck. As you just heard in this episode, it's a great conversation starter, icebreaker, sexy and deep, all the things we're about here. And as always, use the link in our description to shop all your sexy gear at woomoreplay.com. They are a premium line of organic intimacy products. Uh, We love the freshy wipes, which come in individual packs. So you can just throw a couple in your purse and go to the sex club, sex party, whatever. I have them literally in every luggage that I travel with. Backpacks, purses. I just find them randomly, kind of like I find condoms sometimes. (laughs) Yes. Oh, my God. (laughs) So thank you for supporting us. And just go through that link to purchase what you already buy probably. Everyone stay sexy and we will see you next week. Catch you later.